a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. It's Friday. It's four o'clock. You're listening to Short Fused. I say you're listening because we've got loads of people on the podcast. Hello, podcast people. We love you, podcast people. I hope you're well. Hope you've had a good week, recovered, a short week, a four-day week. And before we go on, the letter of the week this week is... Oh, do you like it? Oh, he's dead. there's a little elephant, look. Alex did that. I don't know why it's got a little... I don't know what the trunk significance is, but it's a little bit weird and freaky. Look, isn't it? Uh, but ah, oh, there you go. Uh, we had a good week, didn't we, guys? Yay! Woo. So it was my 50th. I mean, I'm 50 now. Can you believe it? So there's some photos of the party. Look at that. That just says it all, really. That's what this crew are like when they're out and about. Johnny's uh, little dress was very nice, actually. And there was Kevin Corcoran in there. In fact, play it again. Because the best bit is the bit at the end. So watch this, this is hilarious. So Johnny, dressed like the 80s stuff, I came as not a member of YMCA. But the best is Kevin Flipping Corcoran, who did look like a member of YMCA. So that's a shocker. But thank you. Guys, did you enjoy yourselves? Very much. Okay, Happy thank you. Birthday. Thank you, mate. Robert, <laughs> Alex? Yeah. Yeah, guys, you say they don't care. Once they'd had the free drinks and the vegan kick, then they were happy, weren't you, Rob? Mm. That vegan cake. Better than the it was better than the other cake. There we go. Anyway, let's get on with the news. So, uh, if you've been watching, the biggest news this week has been, ding, 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 mergers are go. So, um, you've probably known that SSE and NPower have been talking for a while now. They announced last year they wanted to do a merger, get together, and that has now been approved. So the CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority, has said it is okay to do so. Principally, their big worry was about SVT, Standard Variable Tariff, uh, which is the one that most people are on, you know, energy company trying to get us all off them so that we're on fixed-term deals, but the Standard Variable Tariff, and that is a tariff that you go on which kind of goes up and down with the markets and fluctuates. And the big issue was really, you know, if you had the merger between NPower and SSE, would that mean that they would collude on this standard variable tariff and uh, you know, skew the market? So the CMA has looked at it, and this lady called Anne Lambert, who's the chair of the group, has said that she and the group are satisfied that A, there's enough people out there for you to switch. So there are now 70 suppliers that you can choose from, which is quite a lot of choice. Uh, and they also think that the merger won't affect uh, the SVT rate because they, uh, two companies, as they are right now, don't really find customers switching between the two of them. That's quite weird, isn't it? Generally, the research has found from the CMA that um, people leave either Empower or SSE, but don't go to Empower or SSE from when they've left them. So if they left from Empower, they might go to someone else, more likely to go to someone else rather than SSE. So all of this means that they think the merger is good to go. They also said that the off-gem cap, which we've talked about so many times over the, the shows over the last few months, uh, which is due to happen in December, they believe that the energy price cap will protect consumers more, so this merger won't skew the market. Alistair Phillips-Davis, boss of SSE, of course said, woohoo, it's great, and why wouldn't he? Uh, what will this mean? Well, what this mean is that actually it's pretty bad news for British Gas, because combined, these two companies will now have 
24% share of the UK market. That's pretty, pretty damn big. Uh, British Gas is 22%, so they'll now become the biggest. Uh, their company will be listed, it's expected, next March. What does all this mean? Well, I think what it means really is for us as consumers, we now have, in one way, less choice, but do we have better choice? So you're down from the big six. We can't call them the big six anymore. It'll be the big five. Uh, obviously, uh, RWE, which is this major German group, uh, you may not know the name, but they have owned Npower, uh, and they have been hiving off and splitting businesses all over Europe. Uh, so they've created this arm, there's a kind of more, um, I suppose you'd call it sort of renewable tech arm called Energy. Uh, energy is, is part of what they're trying to, to have. They're trying to hive off the Npower retail business, which they've now uh, you know, created this merger with uh, SSE. I don't think this is terrible news for the consumer because as the CMA said, there are plenty of suppliers out there. It's probably not great news for the people who work there. Whenever you have a merger, some people lose their jobs. So although all of this is kind of a long way away, and I'm sure they'll say that there'll be, you know, natural wastage or other, you can't bring two companies together without there being some sort of job losses that normally happen. So I think for the, for the, the workers there, it will be probably uncertain times. Whether this means the market will offer us better services because you'll have two companies who are intrinsically quite different. You know, SSE has started off as a very much as a Scottish-based company, but with a big renewable push. Empower uh, is very strong in the Midlands, much more kind of, you know, in the consumer bills sort of area. You're trying to bring these two different cultures together. That will be interesting. Will it create new products out there? Uh, will it bring more pressure on the other remaining sort of, you know, four rather than five? Uh, if you think of the ones who are left, you know, so that will be Scottish Power, EDF, E.ON and NPOW, uh, and um, British Gas. Those four will now be creating uh, products to rival this one conglomerate, the SSE NPOW one. That might mean that we get um, more competition amongst the big players. And of course, we've got the little players there. So overall, I don't think this is really that surprising. You may have heard the news today that... Uh, um, Coca-Cola is buying um, uh, Costa Coffee. So, you know, these things happen, these big deals happen where big companies subsume even other big companies. The main thing is, will it mean better prices for us? Will it mean more competition? We'll have to wait and see. But I do think the big six or big five as they'll be aren't any longer the only game in town. They may have a, a huge chunk of the market, but you can still go to other players. So hopefully, it won't inconvenience people too much. Our next story is about my homelands, India. Hey, fly the flags. 70 years, actually. Now, it's offering subsidy now, the government, of £600 million over five years for all kinds of EVs. Now, you'll see India in the video that Alex is playing there. You'll see, you know, one of the things you'll see is three-wheelers. We call them auto rickshaws. There's the ones just gone by. There's loads of these, and they're very polluting. There's another one you can see. There, there you go, lovely shot of one coming around. There he is. Those things are the bane of India. They're brilliant forms of transport, but they just chuck out nasty diesel. The Indian government has been cleaning up the big, what they call metro cities. So there's the large cities such as uh, Calcutta, uh, Delhi, uh, Mumbai, 
uh, Chennai, all of these massive cities. And what they did is they, they started to move away from diesel, uh, they've moved towards LPG. Now they're trying to get electrification. And we've done stories lately about the switch to hybrid buses. So I think this is great. Um, 600 million doesn't sound a lot, but in Indian terms, it's a huge amount of money. And it's very important for developing countries such as China and India to basically make sure that they're cleaning up the air. Because, you know, we're used to clean air here. You know, might, might not think it, but God, it's a damn sight cleaner than if you were walking around in Delhi or Beijing. And these sort of things, these sort of measures are really good. So I think that's a positive story. And then the last story in this section, only Johnny would find a story like this. So we've been doing stuff, loads, loads of stuff about plastic lately, right? Plastic bottles, plastic. And obviously one of the big things is we have drinks, we have our drinks in plastic bottles. And, you know, we sent Johnny and Al, they went off to, uh, wasn't it Canary Wharf it was, wasn't it? Yep. Where there's that get rid of plastic and you can renew that. Now, how about if you ate your bottle? Oi, oi. So look at this, check this out. It's a blob, right? that you can eat, it's sort of made up of seaweed. So um, LucasAid, LucasAid Sport, are trialling this edible packaging made by a company called Skipping Rocks Labs. I think it's so cool. So it's like made of this kind of seaweed glue. Uh, you take the, the ball, you can see it, and then you put the thing in your mouth. And look at this, I mean, it's just mad. So you then eat the whole drink in one go. So LucasAid are going to try it out at some, I think some Iron Man things, is that right? Richmond Marathon, and yeah. Tough and a tough mudder. Tough mudder. Uh, it's biodegradable, it's got thin skin, and then you just eat the thing. Now, look, let me say, I think it's a clever idea, but I've got a hygiene issue here. So, right, if it comes, like, sitting around, and you're at one of these sort of running races, and sporty people, like, Freddie's not here, he's on holiday, probably running right now, anyway. And then, you know, you don't know who's put that out. Right, so he's put it out. You don't know where someone's hands have been. We all know that. We've got to have some sanitization in our own toilet. So you don't know where their hands have been, and then they hand you this blob of Lucasade that you can stuff in your gob. I'd be like, yes, I know you, caveman Rob, don't mind, but I would be like, where's that been? So I think there's an answer that Johnny said that they can sometimes come in a little wrapper, like a little mini baby bell type thing. There are other sort of plasticky cheeses out there and you take the wrapper off and then you eat the thing and then the, the wrapper's biodegradable. It sounds good though, it sounds weird and kooky and also it's a little bit like if it's in your hand would it squish, would it, if, if, you know you can carry a bottle of Lucasade around. If you just imagine having these balls of things, it's just odd isn't it, you've got something in your pocket. I don't know, you've got them in your pocket and your girlfriend goes what's that, you go it's a couple of Lucasade balls, I don't know, sounds weird but it's a Johnny story and I think drink up. Anyway, that's it. What do you think about those stories? Uh, email the show. If you're listening on the podcast, you can get in touch with us. Send us a story, stories at energylivenews.com. Use the Twitter hashtag. Uh, you know, find us on Twitter. Do things. You're listening right now, aren't you, on the podcast? You might be doing something really weird. You might be drinking one of those Lucasade balls. Stop drinking that ball and email us. Right, moving on to this week's banter box. Are we on screen yet? We are on screen. Hello, everyone. Why have you got mole rat again? Uh, everyone loves Just, the mole rat look. The, the, the glasses are cool. 
and you can't <coughs> see anything, you struggle. I don't mind you if you're wearing your lenses, but when you're mole ratting without anything, that's better. Um, by the way, your costume... No, I'm, I'm going in raw. Oh, okay. God. Hello. Your costume was great. Uh, yeah, of course, a maximum effort at all times. Excellent. And even Elena was wearing it, and I thought, hello, Elena. Hello, she's Elena. Elena. She'll make it a regular thing now. Hello, Elena. Go and give her a kiss. No, it's your girlfriend, and what? Mom would have to be a granddad. <laughs> Elena envy. Anyway, um, but hey, we know someone who won't. No, no, we won't talk about that. But now, hardly. <laughs> um, now, where did you get it, and why didn't you catch fire? Uh, Luckily, I had to stay away from naked flames. You did. When, when my little birthday candle cake went up, I yeah, thought Johnny might go. Yeah, the side of the room. Yeah. Uh, but I got it on eBay. So excellent quality. Yeah, I got some good outfits. Nice. Right now, talk us through. Only you would start. A peace-loving person like you. Yeah. Would start a story about guns. Uh, yeah. So we have Kalashnikov. So right. I don't know how familiar you are. Rob knows all about it. <laughs> uh, the classic AK-47. Uh, so yeah, the company behind the gun. Yeah. Which is the most make it small. The most well, commonly uh, um, make it small. Make it small because I want to see this car. Look, there you go. Ooh. There you go. It's a beautiful car. What the hell is that? Aerodynamic, sleek, glamorous. Actually, there is yeah. something quite brutal about it. Yeah, the developers said they styled it on uh, 1970s Soviet vehicles. Yes, it looks like a Trabant. Trabants were really big in East Germany, but I like it. So, is it made by them then? It's made by Kalashnikov, uh, yeah. who have also produced the world's most best-selling rifle. Yes. Uh, and yeah, basically, they say this is going to compete with Tesla. It's an electric car. Right. Uh, okay, and they say it's going to achieve zero to 60 miles an hour in six seconds. Look at the car. Look at that beast. And it has a 220 mile range. And so both of those stats together, I mean, it's actually pretty comparable to the Tesla Model 3. Do we know how much it's going to cost? No, they haven't announced that yet. Does uh, it come with a gun? Hopefully cheaper Does than it come a with Tesla a gun? Model 3. Yeah, I would like it to have Does, a gun do, rack do those, in the boot. I reckon, see, look, <coughs> if Rob was driving this, or definitely if Cyril Kira Harry was driving this, what would happen is those little headlamps, you see, you see those, hang on, let me get my hand. Get me, make me bigger, so I can put my finger in there. I don't mean it that way. Okay, no, 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 not too big now. There, that, 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 hang on. It's quite hard to do. No, those ones there. It's there. There you go. Those here. Uh, yeah, those. If they just popped out with little <laughs> guns, little Kalashnikovs. Yeah, Molotov cocktail throwers. Molotov cocktail. No, I mean, why is a gun maker now make? It's they make. Bonkers. They make uh, tanks as well. I've realised they make a variety of tools. I had no idea. It's Mother Russia. They make everything. Are they still Russian? Uh, I bet they're owned by someone else. Yeah, I think, no, I think they are still Russian. Are they? Don't hold me to that, but I think so, yeah. And they wow. make a really wide range of but things. But what a story. What it shows you is the EV is not just a purveyor of, like, you know, the Yanks and, you know, the Japanese who've been mm. big. Other countries get involved. The proletariat. Proletariat. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, but I'm going to wait until it's released uh, and hopefully try and... Drive one, organise a shoot in the Kalashnikov. Hey. <laughs> or, you, or can I say, are you going to gun the engine? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Okay, I, can't right. I don't have any more. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a bit of a blast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could do a few rounds in it. Yeah. You could. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be in all the magazines. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> For you, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> you know, streets of sorry. Oh, dearie me. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so the next story, uh, I believe I haven't actually got a script, is the plastic bag you story. You can't see because you're I can't not see anything. Where the glasses. I can't see anything. It's like uh, being on mushrooms. I want to say something to your dad. Malcolm, mm. why don't you tell the boy to wear his glasses? He tells me to get laser eye surgery. Does he? Mm. Why? 
Why does he think that's going to do you any good? Yeah, so no, every little help. <laughs> so just going through your brain when you're... Exactly. What do you want? What did you say? His eyes to fall out. His eyes to fall out, yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're using anyway. your eyes. Plastic bags. Yeah, so plastic bags. Uh, we all know about the 5p charge that was introduced. Oh, uh, yeah. Into, I think that was introduced to just the major retailers. So it that is, hasn't yes. gone to all shops. No. But the new 10p charge is being proposed by the government. Mm -hmm. uh, so that will obviously double fi from 5p. And it You're really good at maths. And it could potentially be extended to all shops across the country. Uh, and that will now that make means those little drinking dens you go to when you're completely mm. smashed late at night, yeah. and I know, and you're heading back in posh Surrey, and you end up in those one of those weird kind of little corner shops where yeah. you just go, mate, can I little have kebabby, little corner can I shop. can I get some vodka in one of those blue mm. plastic bags for the morning? Yeah, for the morning, keep the shakes off. There we go. They'll be yeah. the ones. Uh, yeah. So actually, this brings me on. Yes. So you know those blue bags that you get in all yes. of the corner shops? They're actually we have three billion of those in the UK no given way. out every year, and they're actually less recyclable than the old Sainsbury's and Tesco's bags uh, because they're thinner. So they'll be now a subject to the 10p charge as well? Yeah, but they're the most polluting plastic bags of all. So even though it will hit these small businesses, yeah. this charge, um, I think that it's a good thing because those are the bags We've that are We've got one on our the desk there. Look, Preet's got one on her desk. Yeah, well. Sure. There we go. Well, I hold her Hello, to account Preet. when she Oh, no, she's away. In. She's in Copenhagen today. Amazing. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's a good move. Uh, the 5p rule which was implemented in the UK's seven biggest supermarkets uh, that actually resulted in 86 percent drop in usage so that's from 140 bags per person a year to 19 which is a pretty good result and what do you use them for now bin liners mm. don't you yeah and you, you use, use the same one a few times use if, the same uh, one. Like in this me. office you might even use it for uh, toilet facility type things mm. toilet paper yeah toilet paper ah Right, and talking about toilet paper, do you like that? Yeah, Segway. great transition, yeah. Leakage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know, Rob's, Rob's going, oh. Uh, leakage. Um, okay, something, yes. Something that you suffer with regularly? Well, you're or? over 50 now, there's going to no, be a little I, bit well, of leakage. I'm with my leakage. Uh, my, my cohort, the fellow dinosaur, sometimes has some issues with leakage. but we Incontinence pads. No, we don't have to have those yet. Uh, I don't know what they're like. I, I'm, I mean, I really hope not to, you know, get into that stage. But if you, I wonder what they're like. You might feel quite comfortable, actually. If you have yeah, a bit of padding. Because you just like, and also you can just mm. go, can't you? <laughs> you think about it. Like, It'd be like, perfect true, for like at a festival it? or yeah, a festival. at a crowded bar. Yeah, exactly. Can't be bothered to I go to be, the toilet. You can't get to the bar mm. and you just go, I'm just going to release. Mm. Away I go. You just got to be careful with the other one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But we're not talking about um, human leakage. No, we're not. We're talking about leakage uh, from the water pipes across the UK. Mm -hmm. So the Consumer Council for Water actually came out with a fairly shocking stat statistic mm -hmm. that had us all talking in the back room. Uh, so it's basically saying water companies must take action to stop leaking pipes across the you country. You were actually discussing an energy story in this room. We were. Instead of one of the weird, vile conversations you normally have. About, yeah. No, well, we won't <laughs> talk about those on air. <laughs> okay, yeah. A and also other things that you do, like, you know... Watch crap videos endlessly, Alex. Yeah, yeah? I, I watch Mainly the highest know. quality Never. videos. No, uh, but so yeah, you were actually discussing a water story. We I'm were, because Sumit, uh, I'm assuming you've read the story and you know this statistic already because you are our editor after all and painstakingly comb through everything I do. we write. Every word. But how many litres a day do you think of water are wasted oh, purely through let pipes me think, in the UK? See, this could be really good. This would have been really good because I didn't have a clue. Right? Is it rubbing? What's rubbing? Him. 
for God's sakes. Put your, why don't you put your mic... Hang on Sorry, a podcast people. Podcast people, I'm having to adjust his microphone because he doesn't know where to put it. May I just, Is that better? Uh, may I just ask Rob who attached this microphone? Oh, sorry. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is, is mine all right now? Can you hear me? Seeing that I'm a professional, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, so the leakage yes, nearly so has increased 1.5% to... Well, I thought about, I said, what, 50 million litres is leaked a day? And you said... That would be a lot of water, but it's actually 3.3 billion litres a day. I don't know how, where it all goes and how we're not up to, billion our, up litres. to our knees. But. This is very weird. Rob's taking a photo right now. Uh, you do realise that there was a story today about dwarves having their picture taken when they didn't want to be, and that's really wrong, right? And you've just... We didn't want I've that, I've got my we? glasses off, and you're yeah. pointing the camera at me. Anyway. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry, podcasters. That these being, that they, anyway, so this leakage, that's a lot. Yep, Are you sure? Lot. I am sure. I checked it many, many times with many, many sources before I believed it myself. But so yeah, when we talk about hosepipe bands and all of that... Mm. And the price that we pay for water, which, okay, let's be fair, water is pretty reasonable in this country, but you still pay a lot more than you did five, ten years ago. Mm. And the water companies, my God, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it is a ridiculous amount. And they actually pinpointed the blame, the Consumer Council for Water did, on nine water companies across the UK. Right. Uh, can we mention the names? Yes. Okay, uh, well... The Name them and slate them, that's what I say. So They've we, been mentioned. Okay. Have you got them all? No. <sighs> Right. Oh God, this is, and not even here. I have the uh, ones most relevant to us, which are... Well, hang on. We're, this podcast goes out across the whole place. The, the show goes out across the uh, country. We're a London-centric news organisation. No, we're not a London-centric news organisation. <laughs> we're global. We've got a little beardy-weirdy from Northern Ireland here. So mm. we, yeah, who he says, UK. We UK. don't let him in front of the camera. No, we don't very often, but we will do it at the end. Okay, um, moving on. Nine of these companies, yes. they've had awful records, uh, yes. basically protecting the water, stopping it from leaking into pipes. Yes. And the Consumer Council for Water warns that as climate change continues mm -hmm. uh, and the sun is you know, evaporating more and more water and population is increasing across mm -hmm. the country, this is going to become a more and more pressing issue. And imagine if there's water shortages across England, which there are quite often, but in the future, it could be to the point where we don't have enough to drink. But there are 3.3 billion litres going into the ground. People aren't going to be too happy. So it's something we've got to sort out. Wow. Wow. Mm. Please. That was. Wow. Do you know what? I, I, I always felt that was real from you. Mm, it was. I nearly cried. You did cry. Uh, and yeah, how? Okay. okay. I, I didn't go tell on. you this one. Oh, go on. What do you reckon the average water consumption per person per day is? I'd say about 100 litres. That's yeah, more than I would have guessed, but it's 141. See, so that's pretty good. I'm the editor. I'm pretty much on the on the pulse. The closest to the money. It's still pretty far off. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, and those me. are my stories for today. Right, I would, I, would, I was going to get rid of you, but you can stay now. Okay. Because this is quite fun, isn't it? Yeah, I can't see anything that we're going to do next. But no, but that's all right because you haven't got your glasses on, you mole rat. So can we just, can we? We'll stay here. We'll do diary dates. You can make us smaller if need be. So let's get on with some diary dates. Uh, let's start with the power ride. Hey, my favourite. There we go. Your favourite. Okay, go on, Alex. Play the video, boy. Oh, there we go. Now, uh, there is a shot of you, I think, in this power ride bit. Looking sexy. Oh, there's me. Look at that. Wow, I'm looking hard. 
There you go, at the end. <laughs> oh, well. oh, look at that, look at that. that can, you, can you zoom in, Al, on that little picture of it? You can't, can you? I can, it'll be messy. No, no, do it, let's do it, because it's quite funny. Oh. For podcasters, this oh. is going to be quite interesting. Oh, no. No, we can't, okay. Podcasters can just Google cycling Google, micro hunks Google, and they'll get a good idea. Yeah, they won't get a picture of you. Yeah. Anyway. The, bi the bike ride, 19th of September. You're going to be there. I am going the to be there. The whole team's going to be there. Al, would you, do you want to come and join us? Al, come and join us. And we would love you to get involved. It's for rheumatoid arthritis, which I have. And uh, it's raising money. We want a pound per kilometre you cycle. And uh, They don't the, have to do it at the track, do they? They don't have to do it at the track. You can go and do it wherever you are around the country. Count your commute. How many are you going to do? Because last year you did five laps. I think I actually did 35 last year or 30 i think you did 30 actually to be fair i think i'll try and do 50 laps this time Whoa. 100 kilometers did rob was rob here for last year's one mm. what he did was, he do he about two joined. he was a fresh recruit no he did nothing did he i did some you did he some. played with the cameras a lot yeah that's all he did, I did quite a lot of laps did you i don't believe that anyway get involved uh go on to the website power ride september the 19th and big thanks to cng and I think it's Power Direct, they're doing it as well. Uh, do you want to do your own? Easily, get in touch with us. All you have to do is just link back to our Just Giving site and please do give for a good cause. Now, moving on, Expo. Expo, yes. Which is happening on? I'm not... <laughs> God, it, do, do you know what? Alex, what do you think of this? I mean, he's an idiot, isn't he? You are going to be reporting at this event. I'm not good with numbers. What do you mean you're not good with numbers? <laughs> you're a reporter. You're a reporter. Oh, exactly, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> 31st of October. Halloween. God. 31st of October, we've got Expo. You can play the video. There we go. Uh, we've got Claire Perry coming along, the energy minister. We have got 30 sessions for you. Fantastic content. He'll tell you a little bit about it, because he has no idea in a second. No, I do. No, this is good. And can I just announce some speakers? So, we have a CEO panel taking place, and we are delighted to announce uh, some new speakers to join us. So, Martin Pibworth from SSE is one of the speakers who will be coming along. Uh, we also have Beatrice Bijoir of EDF and uh, Ian Funnel of ABB. So, three speakers. We may have one more to join us. It'll be a really interesting panel looking at our three themes. And our three themes are... On the panel? No, for the Expo. Let's uh, see if he knows the three expo, themes. For the Expo, the energy price cap? No. God, he's an idiot, isn't he? What are the three themes for the conference this year? Uh, you, I don't work when I'm put on the what spot you mean <laughs> I write about it every week in the <laughs> weekly email that you all read, so I do know it. But, uh, so the three themes will be future of supply... Yes. Energy independence. Yes. And technology. Of course. We'll see you there. We'll see you there. Okay, brilliant. And finally, to end with, well, you can do this one because this one involves no thinking. Elpa. When is that? Elpa. Yeah. Uh, I can't think on camera with these dates. Elpa is on uh, the Silver Sturgeon. We'll be yes. going along the, the river, Thames, yes. uh, celebrating the energy industry's biggest personalities. You're clearly not one of them. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm. Sit, uh, sit, where are you going? <laughs> I wouldn't say I mean, I wouldn't win uh, the Energy Industry's <coughs> Best Memories Award. Yeah, that's what uh, you're. But yeah, so all the biggest characters. So what will day be is coming. it on? You're about can to I, tell can us. I put that? Can you see that? Closer. Right. Can you see it there? Yes. What day is it then? Six dot twelve. Six of December. <laughs> Six dot twelve. 
All right, 6th of December. Uh, you can enter now. The categories are there on our events page. It's free to enter and then get your tickets. And God help us. He may be handing out one of the awards. You wouldn't even know what you're doing, will you? I will be there speaking to the winners, interviewing them, asking what makes them such a big personality and why it's so important in the industry that we all work in and love so much. <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay. And finally, this is a good and finally. This is one for you because you're a bit of a toff. Wait, let me put my glasses on. Hang on, put your on. glasses on for this one. This is for toffs. So, old Heza, right? Where are we? We're all over the place. Alex has now put the video over us. God, Rob, can you come back? This is a disaster. What's he doing? So anyway, we've got uh, pictures now, podcasters, of old Heza getting married to Megan, driving his EV. He had a very nice uh, E-type Jag. What did you think of it? Uh, I think it was nice as a one-off. Play the video if again. If we want my honest opinion. We've got the electric Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was nice as a one-off, but I think the charm of these old classic cars is that they're kind of not renovated and spoiled, is my opinion. I no, think but I, I that means they can the come vintage. out. No, no, I disagree. I think it's just cool. It's going to be silent. It's not going to smell of petrol like it should. Yeah, but it's kind of, you know, it's the modern take of a classic. Mm. A bit no. like me, reinventing myself, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> say yes to that. So Jaguar have said now they're going to make that for everyone. Not for everyone. All right, uh, for very rich people. For very rich people. They're going to make uh, for everyone yeah, who's very no, rich. No, I think it is interesting. From summer um, 2020. No, you can disagree. You can say it's correct. No, I think it's interesting because it's a new take on the electric vehicle. It's the first kind of mass-produced uh, kind of classic car that we've seen. Most of these electric vehicles, like the BMW IA and yeah, they're all modern. the Tesla and stuff, they're all quite futuristic. See? Uh, so I think it's quite cool. But at the same time, I think it's going to lose a lot of the charm that made mm. the original E-Type such Ooh. a classic. Ooh. Alex? Uh, I think it's a good idea, yeah. No, there you go. Why? Because, obviously, classic cars are super beautiful. They're very nice. Classic cars are super really beautiful. It's true. They are very, very polluted. Ah, ah so that's a good point. In that sense, like my Golf. It's a classic car, isn't it? Yeah? Yeah. I had to pay the toxicity charge this week, didn't I, Al? Yep. But so it cost me 21 quid to go into London today, uh, this week. You Boom. supported it, though, didn't you? I did support it in some ways, but I didn't support paying that much money when I drive a crap old car. Mm. But when I buy my new gas guzzler, I can get into London and not pay the charge. Irony of ironies. Yeah. Okay, leave that beside. Anyway. <laughs> and then finally to end with, ah, uh, we've got a national day, trail mix day. Yay. Oh God, where did you get that video? It makes me want to, ooh, curl. <laughs> If you're listening, it's like a bunch of nuts spinning mm. like the Doctor Who TARDIS. The nuts rabbit bottle. hole. Are you big on trail mix? Uh, no, yeah, kind of. Some of it. I'll take some of it and throw the rest away. You're a bit posh. Prefer like a bag of what? cashews or pistachios. Oh, cashews. Or cashews. Almonds, perhaps. You like cashews because they've got the word cash in them. Yeah, cashola, baby. Whereas Rob's so tight, he makes his own. Where he say, meet me in. Get some nuts. Meet me in. There's much to it. We meet me in. No, nuts in Ireland. Um, and that's it. Uh, I'm away next week in Vegas, baby. Vegas. Woo! V for Vegas. So it's you. It's pretty in next week. I'll be holding the fort down, remembering all the dates and stuff like that. So. God help us. Guys, can you make sure that Pre does all the stories that involve figures? Because he won't be able to do anything, will he? 3.3 billion litres a day. <laughs> um, that's it. Um, uh, I didn't mention the oh stories God. email. And we have to mention it. I mentioned it earlier, email. but go ahead. Mention well, it one more time. 
I'll, I'll be reading those emails. So if you have any suggestions, feedback, criticism, praise. Plenty of that. Uh, please get in touch at stories at energylivenews.com. Me and Pri will be picking up that mail. Pri and I. Language is evolving. Uh, Pri <laughs> and myself will be picking up that mailbox. Yes. And we'll be yeah, picking up all these emails and getting back to you guys. So are you going to miss your two bosses? Because we're both off. We are going to miss you a lot, yeah. But you might come back and the locks will have been changed and uh, we'll be running this ship. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. You might not I'm come back from Vegas. Yeah, we you might not come back. Lost out there. That's what Christina thinks. She thinks I'll be gone. Uh, right. Um, have a lovely week, uh, everyone. Uh, if you're listening on the pop 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 podcast, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. And goodbye. Bye. <laughs>